So an immigration lawyer wants our vaccination rate boosted by only allowing visas to those who are double jabbed. So we've got a record 165,000 new residents, and they're expected next year. And Richard Small from Pacific Legal says it would be a good way to increase immunity in hard-to-reach communities. He would also like an amnesty to any overstayers who are here but who have become double jab. Because remember, you just have to rock up to get the jab. Uh, much point was made of that. So Richard Small is with us now. Hello, Richard. Yeah, good evening. Hi. So would this go against any discrimination laws or anything like that? No, the Immigration Act uh, is exempt from action under the Human Rights Act. And I think there would be a general understanding uh, that we can make requirements for people who are seeking visas uh, and in fact, this same requirement is being required for those applying from offshore. So this is a logical extension. PM says, and Dr. Bloomfield, we can't leave any stone unturned. Well, here's a stone that hasn't been turned. Why not, do you think? I mean, have you heard any talk of this before? These are people coming into the country. Why don't we demand that they're double jabbed? Shouldn't that be for everyone these days? It should be, and it is for those offshore. I think the government's had a moving target. And it's been kind of adjusting as it goes. But yes, I agree. Uh, if it's good enough for people coming from offshore, uh, some of whom can't get in and would give their bottom dollar to be able to get in on, on the jab, uh, it should be good enough for those who are now being offered in a once-in-a-lifetime um, opportunity for residents, subject to medical waiver for those who genuinely can't you know, receive it. Now, you say it would help our immunity in hard-to-reach places, though I, I guess the new residents tend to flock to, to the big places and not the hard-to-reach places. So yeah. what do you mean by that? That's the other part of the message. I think there's been, I've, I've counted uh, 12 calls for an amnesty during the uh, COVID-19 crisis. We've turned so many other immigration rules on their head. Uh, if the focus is on some huge target above 90%, we have to, uh, you know, um, swallow a rat and look at uh, some kind of amnesty to get uh, those that will not come forward uh, immunised. We've got apples rotting in the fields. Uh, in the orchards, the EMA, for the sake of asking for an amnesty, uh, it just seems common sense. Um, any reaction so far from anybody in the powers that be? Not from the powers that be, a deafening silence. We've raised it with officials and the minister says it's important consideration. Well, if not now, uh, when would be my response to that? As part of the immigration uh, sector, uh, as a lawyer within that sector, and with headlines after headlines over the last 18 months of a seeming paralysis within uh, immigration, is that a fair comment? Yes, absolutely. We've uh, had people waiting on tender hooks. It's a bit like Santa's Grotto. And suddenly at midnight, uh, you get something released, but not until. Can you explain why this happens? Because surely immigration uh, uh, reviewers, the officials, the bureaucrats, they surely can work in this from their home computer or not. Why, does everything, why has everything stopped? I think that uh, we've been playing catch-up. There have been a few automatic extensions, uh, and I guess some of the staff have been transferred across. Initially, there was not the ability to work from home, if you can believe that. IRD had it. Um, the Ministry of Justice had it. Immigration New Zealand didn't have it after a massive restructuring. I commented on that a bit earlier. Uh, they've caught up with that, uh, but they're still struggling, and they are behind. And there was this massive deficit of residence applications not to mention people trapped overseas. Well, Richard, you've said what I've always suspected, and I thank you so very, very much to immigration lawyer Richard Small. So some of our government departments did not have the ability to work from home. This is called pandemic preparedness, is it not?